This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to foobarradio.com for more details. You're listening to the best of Screen Talk with Dan Clark on Fubar Radio. Our guest today is a man who's been on the circuit for many years. Many. Uh, he's just been uh, cast in Ken Loach's latest movie, I, Daniel. Of course, I'm talking about Dave Johns. We ask our guests to pick a, a guilty pleasure film, sometimes TV show, um, and we get them to justify whether they think it's... Well, some people pick a film that they know is shit, but they just love it. And other people pick a film that they think is underrated and they wish people would reconsider it. You <laughs> have picked... I think this is going to fall into the former i think you have picked showgirls <laughs> oh i love showgirls <laughs> the paul verhoven yeah. directed film that's uh like a th- there was a lot of those kind of films in the 90s uh, erotic thrillers there, there were but but the thing is i'm, I'm in say like you know I, I don't watch it every night you know but, um, <laughs> <laughs> just with, with with me cardi on hello neil but if if I have a few mates round, yeah, and um, we want to watch something that we can have a laugh at, and they go, "Oh, put put this on, or put you know, like yeah. sort of like you know, Steve Martin." I go, "No, no, no, please, you have to watch this." And I think it rises above being shit. Yeah, it, it becomes its own entity. I think its own it, 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 its it, own it, genre. Well, well, yeah, because there's brilliant films and yeah. there's shit films and there's films that are all right, but then there's this film for yeah. me, which is on a whole whole other level. It's just if you want to see, I mean, you know, bad acting. Yeah, <sighs> but this is the thing; it's almost too bad that I wonder if it was deliberate to be that, that they went, yeah, let's do this a bit hammy. Let's. I, I don't know. It's just. I, it's, I, 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 there's I, some good actors in there, like you know, Carl McLaughlin and yeah, because uh, I, I felt sorry for that actress uh, Elizabeth Berkeley because yeah. that was going to be a big film and it was going to do for her what Basic Instinct did to Sharon Stone. It was going to prepare, and the film just got slated but, at the time, but, and she. But the poor darling can't act. No, she can't. Oh, that's why it's that's yeah. why it's so like 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 she tries. She yeah, tries. Yeah, yeah. She tries so. She she's trying to act. Too too much in it, yeah. and and I think and, and I think you can. It's funny you saying this is is probably thinks this is my big 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 break. Yeah. Every single scene, you just think this cannot get any worse. Yeah. And it does, and then what happens is after you had a few beers, we just start laughing, laughing, and it's 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 cruel, but yeah. it's but it's but it's got to be. Done. I think it's safe. I think everyone knows that it was a, not a great film, so I don't th- yeah. feel like it's by saying it publicly. It's like people are being hurt I don't think no, except no. for maybe Elizabeth Berkeley well, but, uh. well, well the lovely thing is it, it won loads of worst film awards yeah. and the director went and collected them and collected them really? personally which I think that's why I like it as well yeah yeah because he's just gone I've made a right stink okay <laughs> well there's still awards I'm gonna get them you, you know what I mean so listen I think it's definitely a guilty pleasure it's not an underrated film that people have uh, misunderstood it's 100% a guilty pleasure oh yeah I wouldn't tell anybody yeah. that I watch it <laughs> well you just have I think <laughs> um, but uh, that is a great choice you're listening to the best of screen talk with Dan Clark on Fubar Radio uh, with me in the studio is Mr. Reese Shearsmith your guilty pleasure this is something um, this is this actually blew my mind so I picked the 1990 film by Michael Winner called Bullseye which some people will be groaning at that now and, and in delight, I hope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this was a film that we, Mark and 
think me and Mark more than Steve as well became quite obsessed with watching for a lot of the time on tour and it, uh, it's quite extraordinary I mean it's it's almost unwatchable you said it is unwatchable I think it well I didn't get to the end you didn't it get way. to the end no oh god I'm it, sorry, it gets better so and better it's the premise is not not three seconds in this exposition yeah. starts that has to try to exp- try to desperately explain this insane plot and that doesn't stop till two seconds of yeah. the end credits it's going on still and then oh, I got the money <laughs> I was able to give it's ludicrous and it, it's terribly what is shot. the plot can you describe I the plot I can't really I don't really I've watched it many times I don't really understand it it's like I don't know. It's about two. Uh, Michael Caine and Roger Moore play these uh, sort of lovable rogues, but they also they've got dual roles. They play these um, people that have created this fusion. These, these scientists. Well, they've both got doppelgangers. They've what got, are the yeah, chances? It's like I know exactly. Sort of like um, what's that Shakespeare that got two sets of twins? It's that. Yeah. But, um, but done by Michael Winner. <laughs> and, uh, it, Which is a film we. Were, that's how the pitch went. That yes, was. Yeah. Yeah. As you like it. Is it? No, yeah. not as you like it. Um, Oh God! Find out which one. But anyway, yes, it is a terrible film, and it's badly edited. It's not even very well made. It's every joke falls flat. I mean, the the astonishing thing about it is how poorly made it is. It is literally there are cuts in it. The edit is so loose sometimes. Michael Caine sort of is, is in full mid-shot and then he goes to open the door and then it cuts to the other side of him. And he's doing the same action again. It's so ropely <laughs> edited. Double open. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. There was a bit where he... Uh, uh, there was a single shot of him and he sees a bus off camera and he does some of the worst seeing a bus uh, acting. And then we cut to a bus that was obviously shot like the uh, know, next yeah. day or something. You get to the Scotland bit where there's all that uh, footage of... Stock yeah. footage of the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah, loads of stock footage. Yeah, yeah. But what's the me about this is a lot of people's guilty pleasures are films that maybe are um, they're just a bit kind of too mainstream or they're just re- they're really cult they're actually right. good but people don't really know about them or yeah. this is a strong contender for technically the worst film yeah I, I mean and I'd see why it's a guilty pleasure because there is a lot of fun to be had there watching is, yeah, these people I would absolutely recommend it I mean it's, it's jaw dropping I don't know what's worse uh, Michael Caine's um, American, American accent oh my God. or Michael Caine's Michael Caine accent know, which yeah. is also really weird it is astonishing and in a it, film yeah. with so much bad editing uh, uh, set pieces design you know music it's weird that the prosthetic nose is actually quite good. I know, yes, that's about the only good thing in it. <laughs> um, it's a really good choice, Reese. You're listening to the best of Screen Talk with Dan Clark on Fubar Radio. So with me uh, in the studio, I am delighted uh, to introduce Doc Brown, otherwise known as Ben Bailey-Smith. Um, you have presented me with a guilty pleasure that now this puts me to shame because I've never seen this film. And when uh, I got told this is the film you were picking, mm. I then thought, well, great, because one of the things I love on this show is that I get Discovering to watch new things. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't find it anywhere. It's nowhere to be seen. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to think you've made this up. Uh, yeah, well, that I you mean, even shot a fake trailer that they put on YouTube. If you come to it cold, it's hard to believe that it exists. So. Oh, man. Well, so can tell everyone exactly what the film is. Well, it's a film by uh, the renowned director Tommy Wiseau, and it's called uh, The Room. Um, it's uh, an absolute shambles of, of, of 90 minutes. <laughs> based around uh, a sort of crumbling relationship between a very creepy, possibly Austrian middle-aged man Mm. and his his attractive... Sort of hard to know where he's from, isn't it? Yeah, he claims he's from America. Right. um, He's definitely not. 
I don't think he, I don't know what state that (laughs) is, Um, but he is a state, he is a state himself. And um, this was a movie that gained cult status because it was obviously released as a, as a, a a taut uh, emotional drama Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's laugh out loud, hilarious from start to finish. Um, When it became a cult via clips being put out on YouTube, um, Wizu, did an about face and claimed that it was a, a black comedy and that he always planned it no, to be fun, funny and he's kind of desperately standing by that but it is let's I mean, give, it's top to toe hilarious let's give the um, listeners a bit of a taste of yeah uh, you should get a sense yeah, of the you get time a sense of this. oh man I just can't figure women out sometimes they're just too smart sometimes they're flat out stupid other times they're just evil it seems to me like you're an expert Mark Who's that? Is that the character from The Simpsons? So, yeah, I should have set that up a little bit better. <laughs> the American voice you heard there was the character Mark, who's played by Greg Sestero. And uh, the crazy voice is, it seems like you're an expert, Mark. That's uh, that's Tommy, uh, the, the writer, director, and, and star. Uh, they have a series of nonsensical conversations about nothing in particular. A lot of them about um, women, though. Yeah, because they? the sort of in a sort the of thread of the story, as far as you can grasp it, is that um, they're involved with the same woman, right. um, and uh, there's secrets and lies. Um, but they just nothing's followed through. The script writing is all over the place, and um, bizarrely, uh, throughout. Um, Characters throw an American football to each other when when <laughs> conversing. No yeah, there's no got to do rhyme business. or reason for that. Business. It feels like <laughs> it feels like it was an improv game or something yeah. that they just took. What your turn to speak through. when you? There's get even the a ball. scene where they all show up in tuxes. Yeah, to wow. the same. Uh, you know, for no I mean, reason. Everything's pretty much shot in 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 one room, and there's one one scene where they do show up in tuxedos, and you feel like this was related to a party, perhaps that they got cut from the movie but they just couldn't be asked yeah. to cut all the bits because there was some gold in the tuxes so when I watched it I, well, I watched the trailer on YouTube mm. uh, it, check it out people The Room and this isn't Room the recent Brie Larson movie The Room uh, just l- put that into YouTube the trailer alone is hilarious I thought it was like a porn film without any sex there is sex is there is there? sex there's quite explicit sex in it but it's the sort of it's that porn acting like when the yeah, it is like point out, like you expect it to be full blown sex within a minute, but it isn't. It's a genuine attempt, uh, 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 you know, a cinematic yeah. masterpiece, and it's so so ill thought out that it it becomes brilliant. What um, is the room in question? Well, that's another big question. <laughs> there's this, there's so much set up and literally nothing followed through that. You know, what, what, so why is it a guilty pleasure for you? Do you well because it's there's no question it's it's the worst film ever made, right? Um, I think it beats out Edward and and and, and all of that st- all of that stuff um, that's sort of well recognised. I th- because films, yeah. because there's no excuse in in the modern age mm-hmm. when you can make a movie on an iPhone yeah. for a, a film to be this technically awful. There's there's just no excuse. But you enjoy watching. However, it, it is. But well, yeah, the room is is well, unbelievably ha- awful, and the archetype also bad is good. Yeah. Movie, I'd say. Well, I'm gonna hunt it down. Screen talk with Dan Clark on Fubar Radio. This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details.